good whatever time of the day it is you are listening to us. This is the PNA Podcast Express coming to you live from the Silver Tavern. Well, we're alive right now, but when you hear this, it'll be later. But that's okay. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. This is the PNA Podcast Express. You can email us at pineapple nipple arsehole. That's arsehole, A R S E, hole, all one word, at gmail.com. Pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com or painful nut allergy, PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Any emails this week? Uh, no, actually. No, no emails. No emails. But, right. uh, but, you know, I'm sure lots of people are thinking about us they, after, you know, after the three <laughs> quality episodes. <laughs> they might be thinking bad things about us, but they, they're definitely thinking about us this week. They may not be good things. You're absolutely right. right. But, hey, no press is bad press. If I'm sounding a little different, we've upgraded some equipment. Adam's got a microphone coming, too, but it's not quite here yet. Mine did arrive, so... I might sound better? Question mark. Well, you know, you sound more like you. I sound more like me. Which, oh God, that's got to be annoying for people then. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a uh, like a absolute dog whistle that we will hopefully <laughs> unveil. Uh, yes, yes, we're we're still trying to locate a dog whistle because it was a brilliant idea. The execution leaves a little something to be desired. Yeah, but I think we can pull it off tonight. <laughs> you think so? So it might be a quick trip thing, just so oh, that. Okay. For yeah. later. So in the sake of continuity, because we have fans in Alaska that check our continuity, um, we're actually going to film these in succession. So we're not going to yeah. be out of... what You see, what had happened was last week, it, to explain <laughs> it again, we, uh, we decided to record the full episode, and then it was Monday night, so we didn't have anything to constrain us on the backside. Nothing at all. Which no one, no one likes being constrained on the backside. No. And we recorded what was supposed to be a quick trip but it turned into an hour and eight minutes worth of gold. Gold, I think? Uh, I don't know. Maybe some other pewter. Pewter? It was pewter. <laughs> it was more pewter. Something that everybody has. <laughs> They'd like to get rid of it, but yeah. they don't because, well, maybe pewter will make a run someday. At some point. Yeah. So then we decided that, you know, we really need a quick trip because Thursday nights, you know, everybody's accustomed to the 20, 30 minutes. So, so we recorded a quick trip. We released the episode on Tuesday. The quick trip on Thursday, then the out of sync quick trip question mark on Saturday at noon. Yeah. I haven't really received much feedback for that episode though. I, I did receive one feedback of just quick trip question mark. <laughs> and uh, uh, that had to be confusing for people when they sit down for 15, 20 minutes of entertainment and they get right. a full hour for free. They ran they run out of french fries and popcorn and yeah. whatever they're eating and, and fuck, they're like shit. This, these guys are still talking. And it is Unbelievable. Some, some people during the quick trip, just in case we mentioned episode two, drink. Oh, yes, absolutely. So uh, during a quick trip, some of them elect to do hard liquor shots. And because oh my it's goodness. Because a quick trip. Right. It's a, you know, it, liquor will get you there quicker. Yeah. Those and people are now dead. <laughs> we, we've Our lost. Our condolences we've, to we, them. We've lost three loyal fans. Sorry. <laughs> We had three? Yeah. Well, Jeez, old Pete, we were on our way. <laughs> I know. Before we got so greedy with our quick trip. Oh, unbelievable. I did have some people say that, hey, they don't mind all the added content or longer. longer. No, no. I, I, some people do, some people don't. It's really a hot button issue that really kind of pisses me. It kind of grinds my gears. Yeah. When somebody's like, I don't listen because it's too long. What so, else are you doing with your life? I exactly. Mean, stop mouth breathing for a minute and listen to our podcast. Yeah. The band is back in house again tonight. Yeah, they got uh, 
DJ Scratchy Scratch with him. <laughs> I heard that. Itchy Scratch. Sorry, Itchy Scratch. He, correct, he corrected me. We went straight from the like the, the swing era of the 30s and 40s to like the 70s and 80s now. The 80s. We're in the yeah. 80s now. Yeah. So n- next week will be the 90s. <laughs> Terrible time. We'll probably have uh, DJ Lethal from Limp Bizkit. He's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure his schedule's <laughs> wide open. <laughs> So I do have something that grinds my gears. What grinds your gears, Adam? Not really. More of a life observation than a real gear grind. All right. But why is it that in our society, we took fragile glass bottles for liquor, and there was a period where <laughs> we started. I think I know where you're going. We here. started putting these in plastic bottles and literally calling it the Traveler. The Traveler. <laughs> Are we just stupid? That was like the late 90s was that yeah. whole era. <laughs> Ooh, buy the Traveler. Unbreakable like, Traveler. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, now there's nothing stopping me. <laughs> you, you've taken the only constraint I've ever seen with liquor and removed it. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I, it was just an observation that I had. I seen one. I seen a bottle that said the Traveler the tra- on it. I, I think it was a, uh. a, a, a large pint a container black velvet. Of, of some kind of. Russian claiming vodka that really came out of like St. <laughs> Louis. That probably only cost seven dollars for the for the bot. I don't know if it was it. that. Oh, this did you say a pint? Pint. It pint. was probably only a dollar ninety nine then. Yeah, because that's how much hobo juice is. It's about a couple bucks. Yeah. For those that don't know, Eddie Fury called uh, called me out because I always get peppermint schnapps, and he called it hobo juice. So the name is stuck. So if you come to the Silver Tavern here in Deckerville and ask for a shot of hobo juice, they know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, then they're not lying. <laughs> Not lying at all. Well, Eddie's, Eddie's re- rationale is it's firm that, you know, that's what hobos drink. So. Yeah. He's not wrong. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is both a mouthwash and an alcoholic <laughs> it's, beverage. It's dual purpose. It's, I'll tell you what. I, w- I was ready. I was trying to figure out what soda would pair best with hand sanitizer today. <laughs> and, it's uh, come to this, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You know, that's that's my... That's my beef. Is why did we ever get the traveler? The traveler. Who, who was who, like who boy, green? Who greenlit the marketing on that shit? You know what we need? <laughs> we need an unbreakable plastic bottle. And people would take their liquor anywhere. Anywhere. The sky's the limit. <laughs> you can take it to the skies if you want. To. Yeah. So if you, know, you land on it, they're not going to be picking glass out of your your ass because it was in your back pocket. Right. <laughs> so, you know, the traveler. I like this. I like this. The traveler. <sighs> I, I bought, yes, nice. I have bought many a liquor in plastic bottles over over glass. Yeah. Well, if you plan on drinking that liquor, it's the solid choice. It is this, and it, it, it is very well. Solid. It's actually the soft choice. The soft choice. Yeah. The, the soft choice of a new generation. Yes. Oh, nice. Wow, you could go into liquor marketing. Yeah, if you would like to have your liquor marketed on the PNA Podcast Express, we already had some Jack Daniels the one night, but yes, yes, that comes in a traveler too if you so want. Oh, yeah, I'm so jealous of your microphone. You, you can get all <laughs> close to it and get the, you get the Barry White voice going in there. <laughs> with me, when I do it with this thing, it, it's like scratches, oh. it scratches your mustache. Yeah, it scratches the mustache, and it's like <laughs> I got to just about swallow the thing to get the uh, to, to get the. Which will be the on tone. video when we switch to video. Ooh, that's going to happen. Probably. I have a face for podcast and radio, though. Well, you have enough of a beard, generally wear a hat, that most people it, won't see your face. It covers up my triple chin and my balding head. Yeah. Yeah. When I wear a hoodie and a uh, face covering through the whole <laughs> podcast. Yeah. 
You'll know why. Yeah. So uh, on that note Sit of sponsorship. Here vaping continuously, too. Yes. What a douchey thing through, to do. Through your face, yes. face mask. Yeah. So I have a friend that he's bought face masks specifically so that he could drink through them. So he didn't have to take them off to drink. I appreciate that. Not, not, I, because, not because he's health conscious, <laughs> no. but because he's lazy. Because he is lazy. Yes. So it, it's, it's That's all laziness in an effort to a, not to do anything. It's laziness to a whole new level right there. Yeah, impressive. I get, that is impressive. That is very, very impressive. Yes. And I don't know. I have a venture of a guess of who it is, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. Well, you know this person. Yeah. But you, you may not realize that they're that lazy. <laughs> like, they hide a lot of their laziness well. Right, okay. They're very ambitious on some things. But okay. they're, they're drinking, you know, plus his theory is if he mixes a drink sm- strong enough, it kills whatever's in that mask. Never needs to wash it. Yeah, you never. It's the hobo juice thing. Yeah. 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 It's the alcohol will kill it. Although with hobo juice, it's not a high enough concentration to really no. do any damage. Eh, it probably does something. I, I would think with hobo juice, the sugar probably gets at your teeth before the cleanliness of the alcohol rinses away whatever whatever nastiness you've encumbered in your mouth at that point. Yeah. Whether it be another hobo's dick or something whoa, you found whoa, on the ground. <laughs> whatever it be something you found on the ground. Those could, I, hey, <laughs> those could be the same thing. <laughs> they could be. Oh. So in in the whole uh, sponsorship. Oh oh uh, yes, back to sponsors. Sorry, we, they're gonna love that segment. Yeah, we we uh, we have had we have heard those of you who did not like hearing us chew beef jerky. Yes, and uh, we, which we do have two selections here we tonight. We do. We do. I'm I'm rather I'm rather uh, excited about. So that. I did arrive here, and I was almost ready to to disembark from my car. And I realized I had forgotten the beef jerky. Good thing I only live like a, a couple minutes, not even a couple minutes away. So I went and got the beef jerky. But anyway, sponsorship. Go ahead. So we, we, have, we have a sponsorship, a partnership. A partnership? With uh, a festival that is going to be happening this summer. Partnership sounds intense. It does. We are... are not, I don't know if I'm ready for a partnership. Well, is a domestic partnership sound better? I... I don't. I think There's less commitment. With I think that. that's going the opposite direction of okay. what I'm looking for. Um, a casual partnership. That's getting more in a direction of what I enjoy. Friends with benefits. Mm, perfect. Okay, so we uh, we have partnered with the uh, Tuscola Palooza, ooh, which is a music festival that will feature uh, Detroit Rock City, um, and they are a Kiss tribute band. A Kiss tribute band. They are the headliners, but there is a ton. A, a literal metric ton. If you weighed all these people, they would weigh way more than a metric ton, though. I have a feeling. Yeah, but I feel that uh, I feel that their their collective talent. Oh, is oh would more easily, than a metric ton. Yes, it's going to so, be a great show, folks. It's going to be a great show. It's all going to go down in Tuscola County. Oddly enough. Oddly enough. It is uh, Saturday, August seventh, two thousand twenty-one. That's so this year. That's this year. Wow. You're going to be, it's all outdoors, rain or shine, bring a tent, bring chairs, BYOB. Bring your Aunt Sally. Bring your Aunt Sally. Bring your travelers of liquor or liquor. Travelers are appreciated. Yes. Um, But we we have partnered with them. It is uh, an annual music festival. It's been going on for a few years. Yeah. A friend of the show, Eric Van Landingham, puts it on. And if you've never checked out Eric's stuff, uh, he's got some pretty phenomenal covers, originals. Um, actually, the 
the software that we've used to record this podcast has been uh, Eric's part of that. That's the only soft thing about this show. Yes. It, and it doesn't even stay soft through the show. No. No, it does not. So, yeah, But they've got a whole lineup of bands. Um, it, uh, if you go to TuscolaPalooza.com, that's T-U-S-C-O-L-A-P-A-L-O-O-Z-A.com. I'm not going to do all that phonetically. Oh, I was going to ask you to do it phonetically. How did you? We're, we've done this podcast too long together because you knew that you knew that was going to be my next I, question. I knew it was coming, and I, I looked up and I could see it in your eyes—the like, anticipation yeah, yeah, yeah. of what's he going to use for Z? Oh. Oh, I'm going to use zoo. I'm going to use zoo, zoo? for Z. Mm. So there is a zoo in the middle in the, of the. Uh, well, it's a backwards zoo. And uh, you know what? If you're a fan of this show, we'll be there. Yeah, we will. We might even be participating. In, in some way, shape, or form, I'm trying to figure out how to weasel us into something this cool. I think what I'm striving for is for us to get to judge the wet t-shirt contest. Well, that there currently is no wet t-shirt contest, but if things go well, you know, I think I could be a contender. <laughs> you could represent the PNA Podcast Express. I, I probably could. So just, uh, just. You know, to let everybody know, check this out. We're a sponsor on the site. We are. We are, which is... Boy, didn't that trip me out when you sent me the link, and I'm like, what? Oh, come on, they're clowning us at this point. It did, but I'm going to, uh, as part of our effort to not make you listen to us chew, we will be playing a piece uh, by the friends of mine that do the Old Guys Rocking um, YouTube channel. Yeah. They have some fantastic covers on there, so we'll be queuing that up as, as we go through the show here. And when we go to eat our jerky, we will bring one of those up, play it, and uh, most of those guys you'll be able to see at Tuscola Palooza playing in their various bands. You're welcome. No that, one wanted to hear us chew. No. <laughs> no. Nobody wanted to hear Sexy Phil there either. But oh. <laughs> Is that what we're was. calling it now? It was. Oh, jeez. When, when you get close in on the mic and you speak softly like that, yeah. that's Sexy Phil. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Twitter yeah. painted over here. Hot under the collar. Woo! Yeah! Now, now I know why the Peyton Manning cutout's out of here. It's because <laughs> you're always talking to that thing like that. I talked his britches off, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's... Uh, Tuscola Palooza. Tuscola Palooza. Tuscolapalooza.com. You can look it up. Uh, it'll pop right up. What's that date again really quick? It is August 7th. Perfect. 2021. All, all the information is on that website for tickets, how the day is going to go. It's a long day. It's a full day festival. It is. And, so. and it's, I, I've, I've been out to the previous versions of this before. I've played in some of them. Um, don't make the cut this year because it's a pretty stellar lineup. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a, uh, my cousin's uh, wife actually plays in one of the bands. The That's Sugar, pretty awesome. Sugar Punk Fairies. It's an all-girl all band. They're going to be out there. Very um, they're 90s, pretty awesome. I like it. Yeah. It's uh, there's just a really really good lineup. So check it out, get out there, and uh, get your tickets. So we uh, we're we're very happy to be partnered up with them. Yeah, a, a great partnership here. Good are you, synergy. Are you taking a picture of your microphone? No. Oh yes. <laughs> you know that kind of qualifies as a dick pic. I know. I, th- I how did you know? Ex- you read my mind once again. Yeah. You read my mind once again, and I'm going to send it. It is, it is phallic. It is, is that by, I mean, is that by design with rock stars and stuff to, yeah. to have the microphone look? Because if you remember, microphones back in the day were not phallic. They, no. 
they were like this big kind of square box head thing. Yeah. And those were good mics too back in the day. They were. They were. And now those retro ones are very expensive. But now they've streamlined them to look like a dick. It makes me rather envious for the size of this one, but that's okay. Well, I have the same uh, cage system around my yeah. microphone. <laughs> around my, my your microphone. unit? Oh, my no. microphone. Oh, oh you, don't, you don't have the isolator around your junk, I hope. No. Okay. No. No floating junk in that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because the, the isolators, you know, eliminates uh, vibrations caused from outside sources, and I would think with your junk, you kind of want vibrations from outside sources. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... That's the whole idea, That would be defeating. <laughs> Yes. Don't isolate your junk out there, okay? No. Keep your junk out of the isolators. <laughs> That's your public service announcement for tonight. In the pickle slicer. <laughs> so we, we do have this wonderful beef jerky. Okay. Are we and, doing this uh, now? We, we could. We could. Uh, uh, okay. I wasn't. Uh, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, you got to give me a minute to cue this up. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it. The first one is the Strive. This is a beef biltong. If you remember last week, we tried the Cajun spiced biltong from the same company and uh it wasn't it was okay it was good but not great um so i'm hoping the zesty garlic's gonna be better it is biltong so it's dried it's a dried beef jerky it's not smoked um this one of course the vinegar beef the first two ingredients but this one salt garlic powder raisin juice raisin juice really raisin juice what am huh. I supposed to do with raisin juice? Isn't the whole purpose of a raisin to not have juice? Well, they're they're already dry. So, so maybe it's You a, must have to work pretty fucking hard to get juice from a raisin. I would think so. So this is uh, premium stuff here, folks. And also, I may or may not have gotten buzzed up and ordered beef jerky online again, but only 40-some dollars worth this time. So we're oh, okay. Well, yeah, so you're good. So this is the Zesty Garlic by Strive. This is a beef biltong, air-dried beef slices... 16 grams of protein per serving, no sugar, no sugar at all, nothing added. All natural ingredients, no nitrates, no gluten, no MSG, nothing artificial, nothing artificial. We guarantee you'll love this product. Hmm. No kidding. They're going to guarantee it, huh? And this is from Plano, Texas. They don't know what a finicky bastard I am. Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm still, I'm still getting this queued up. Ooh. So, Ooh, smell that. Oh. Give her a smell. We can do that on. Like, people won't be annoyed if we sniff, right? Whoa. I know. That biltong smells way better. Way better than the, the one we had last week. And the second selection here tonight, I went local. Because I decided, you know, I've been ordering this shit online. Why not give the local person a shot? This nice. is from Willis's Meat Market in Port Sanilac, right there on the main drag. And you're going to like this one because this is fire in your mouth jerky. It's habanero and jalapeno. See that? Probably going to need some Ooh. more beer. Yeah. Let's get on that really well, quick. Yeah, habanero and jalapeno? Yeah. Wow. And it's 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 fire in your mouth. Can you keep the kids entertained for like 10 seconds while I go order I, us a pitcher of beer? I can. Okay. You know, YouTube does not make searching for a specific channel very easy. It, uh, maybe I should have done some pre-show planning and, uh, and possibly queued this up beforehand, but... Since we don't do that. Since we don't do that. See, I, I even prepared and I brought a knife because I saw this packaging looked a little daunting to open because it's kind of like freeze-dried. It does. It does. So so I did bring a knife. What you're hearing is me opening the package. With a knife. And uh, the, the only thing I'm put off by this beef jerky from Willis's is it's more like beef strips. If you look, they're about one inch by half an inch thick. 
Oh, but this one... I kind of like that, my beef jerky, though. This one, the smoke really comes through. Give that one a smell. Ooh. That <laughs> smells like smoked fish, almost. It like, almost, it took so yeah. much of it that it's smoked fish. I mean, this stuff is supposedly so good. Do you want to know the unit price on it? $22.99 a pound. $22.99 a pound. That is not cheap. Although, beef jerky is never cheap. Thank you very much. So... We just got our pitcher of beer for the night. <laughs> for the night. Or half the night. <laughs> for the night. Uh, the Michigan basketball game has started up here. They are playing LSU tonight. This is Monday night, by the way. I don't think I, uh, I let that out of the bag. No, we, we are recording on Monday due to time constraints. We, have, we really appreciate the fact that we don't have to rush to get to bowling when we do this. And bowling only has like three or four weeks left. So we're going to go back to probably Tuesday nights and probably eventually do another Tuesday night or so here while bowling is still going on, Adam's still trying to get it sorted out over there. Uh, I don't have any original thoughts right now. Normally I do. All I can think about is this beef jerky at this point because, well, if you let a man sniff beef jerky, that's probably going to be all he thinks about. That's just science. You know what else grinds my gears? What is that? <laughs> when people pull out in front of you, even though there's no one behind you, and then don't even speed up to the speed limit. Like, if you were in that big of a hurry, I don't understand it. It seems to happen quite frequently to me. Someone will pull out right in front of me, and then the speed limit's 55. They'll do, like, 53. And I say, you weren't in that big of a hurry, I guess. Yeah. It's just, that's life in these, this country, it's, though. It's dickish. It's very dickish. It's a very dickish move. Yeah. <sighs> but in it, And so it happens. It does. All right, so... Um, so I'm going to play a selection here. This is actually Eric and uh, a couple of people from his his band that are that are doing a song here. Um, and now I have to find it again since I scrolled I, past. I it. couldn't wait. I'm sorry, but with the mic now, I can actually like move away from it. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to play this. This is a cover that Eric and his band did. Mm -hmm. uh, his singer Terry Tomlinson. They uh, they did this, and I'm hurrying up because you look like you're in ecstasy. Oh, it's um, orgasmic. So we're going to play this real quick while we chew. So uh, enjoy.
All right, we, oh, we're wow. back. We were jamming and eating beef jerky. I kind of like this segment better it, now. I loved it before. I yeah, love it even more it's now. It's way better than us chewing. Yeah, Listening so, to some excellent local, uh, locally yeah. reproduced music. you got to support local. That's what we're all about. Even though we're trying to be global here, we're trying to go global with this podcast. And we do have listeners from all of, you know. All reaches. All over the globe, even though if you're a flat earther, then on each side of the coin, I suppose. Well, I, I have to say this biltong, the oh. uh, the zesty garlic. Let's start with the biltong, the zesty garlic. So um, much better. It actually has flavor and it has the texture, but it doesn't have that nose feel like last week's Cajun. Yeah, one that did. that we could tell it, it where it felt like uncooked meat yeah. last week. This week, perfect. It hits the palate at the beginning, and you sense the garlic right away, and then the texture just carries it, and the garlic kind of it. it it stays about the same. It doesn't build to an obnoxious level, but it definitely intensifies as you eat it. And then once you swallow, it's actually pretty clean. It's yeah. really nice. It's really nice. So this is the Strive, S-T-R-Y-V-E, beef biltong, zesty garlic. I give this one a solid 9 out of 10. This yeah, is good. I, I, you know, last week I was like, eh, I don't know what the big deal about biltong is. This week, yeah, this I'm kind of like, I, I, see it. I, I see understand. It. I understand. Like this, this is good. This is worth the effort. Yeah. We still have the slab of the original we have to cut into yep. one of these weeks. But uh, the zesty garlic, yeah, I'm still I'm still getting the notes of garlic, but it's not it's not obnoxious. It's not overpowering, Which but is what it's I good. appreciate about it. Not obnoxious. And But this is where the texture really feeds nicely into everything else, I feel like. Yeah. With this flavor profile and that texture... Oh, definitely a buy on this one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very impressed with it. Like you say, the the garlic isn't overpowering. Yeah. You get a lot of the zestiness to it. It is. It's got a little little punch to it. Yeah, a little kick, but not uh, doesn't. If you're afraid of spicy stuff, I wouldn't be afraid. No, to, no, to don't have be that. A, now, if you are afraid of spicy stuff, speaking of the which, fire in your mouth jerky from Willis's. This is Willis's Meat Market in Port Sanilac, Michigan. Excellent. This was yeah. excellent. This although this was very much. At the beginning, the smoky flavor is there. Yeah. And it has the texture of, uh, it's, it's meatier. It's a lot meatier of a jerky. But uh, the smoky flavor is what hits you up front. And then, of course, it builds. You can definitely get the habanero and the jalapeno. And some bites are very intense. I'm not going to lie. Me being a fan of spicy foods, yeah. I didn't mind it at all. But no, if you, me either. If you tend to be a little squeamish, if, if you think that mayonnaise is spicy, don't eat this jerky. No. No, you're going to have to go to the bathroom with a popsicle in hand yeah, the next and, day if you do that. And it finishes, though, because the smoke comes back, but the heat lingers ever, yeah. just ever so slightly. Yeah, but my mouth isn't burning, burning. Like, no. Oh, oh, wow, that's hot. It, it but pairs it's, nicely it's a with nice a, heat. It pairs nicely with a good lager, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. We're not drinking a good lager. No, but. no, we're <laughs> drinking a shitty lager, but it's okay. <laughs> but, yeah, the fire-in-your-mouth jerky from Willis's Meat, I'd give, you know what? I'd give this one a solid 9 out of 10 also. So two, I would too. Two A ratings tonight here. Yeah. Great jerkies. One local. One made locally and one, of course, you can order online from Strive.com. I think that's their website. Strive Foods LLC. Strive.com. Go check them out. Do not do not order the Cajun. Don't waste your time with that one. No. I, I, I can honestly say that now that I've tried this one. Now we're almost going to have to get a third tiebreaker. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, just to see if, you know, something different, just to see if it's... Yeah. Maybe something a little more traditional. And if you're a fan of the show and a fan of beef jerky, we will take donations of sealed beef jerky sent to yes. us. Yes, absolutely. That should never have been in question. I know. I, here, I'm carrying all the weight, ordering almost $200 worth of beef jerky, ordering and buying almost $200 worth of beef jerky. I mean, they called me from the bank, and they said, we sent some un- unusual activity on your card. 
And I'm like, what's that? They're like, instead of porno site subscriptions, you're buying beef jerky. And I'm like, well, it kind of changed the tune of what I get off to these days. Yeah. They, they bought that based on your <laughs> purchase history. They did. They're like, this guy's kind of impulsive, so we get it. I mean, it's weird that he's beaten off the beef jerky, but it happens. That's still not as weird as the Pee Wee Herman Love doll that he ordered. <laughs> <laughs> that was very strange, my friend. <laughs> I don't think that actually happened, but that was good. Yeah, well, I, in, in my mind, it did. <laughs> in my mind, in my mind, it did. It's real to me. <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> oh, you know, I had somebody... One of our listeners um, sent me a note to apologize because apparently she was the DD in a dream, and we were with, I was with some other friends that we know, JB and somebody else, and she was the DD, and we were drunk, and I was annoying, so she yelled at me in her dream. So she actually apologized for yelling at me in her dream. Wow, that's kind of screwed up. I mean, women don't usually apologize for yelling at me in reality. No. So, so much appreciated. Wow. Yeah. Thought I'd share huh. that. That that's rather. I have apropos. had a, I had an ex girlfriend that woke up and punched me in the face though because I cheated on her in her dream. I couldn't wrap my head around that one. Think about that for a minute. I cheated on her in her dream, so she hit me in the face the next morning. Yeah, I. That's why she's an ex girlfriend. I've heard of such things as far as, I. There was something, one time that my my bride was upset with me about that, <laughs> that I happened had in uh, a dream. Yeah, it happened in a dream, and it was, you know, it was a whole thing. But, it, you know, it passed. It passed. This, too, shall pass. The yes. only way out is through. Yes. I don't know. I've been told that before. Persevere. That's, that's why this habanero beef jerky is not for you if you don't like spicy things, because the only way out is through. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to go. <laughs> the it's ring of fire. Go. So I'm that's looking, our, that's our beef jerky for, moment. Don't uh, mind me. I'm looking for a Two excellent beef jerkies tonight. I'm really excited about this because last week, um, those beef jerkies kind of fell a little flat. I felt yeah, like. I, I wasn't. The, the jerky.com au jus jerky. So here's a funny story about that. Um, I, I, my kids were at my house and with me over the weekend, and my son said, Dad, I want some beef jerky. And I'm like, why do you think I have beef jerky? He says, Dad, you always have beef jerky. And, of course, I, I pulled out the second bag of the au jus uh, jer- uh, you know, jerky.com beef jerky. And he loved it, and I tried it, and it's funny because the second bag was better than the first one that we sampled. So Really? So I think it was just shenanigans last week. Not a great way to kick off our, our jerky crusade here as far as reviews, but this week um, totally redeemed it, I feel like. Well, we had music, too. Yeah, the music, too. We got to jam while we are eating beef jerky. Because last week, to be honest, I was a little conscious about the chewing on it. I'm, I'm, I have a hard time sometimes eating in front of people because I'm kind of a slob. So if I eat buffalo wings in front of you, we're friends. I'm just yeah. saying that right now. That's a good Phil, litmus Phil test I, right Phil there. Phil and I have had that experience. Yeah, we've shared that. And then Eddie didn't want to eat buffalo wings, so he had a, a burger because he's he's not to that level yet. No, he's he's not he's not there with us. <laughs> uh, that was at State Bowling Tournament a couple weeks ago, which was a blast. Which, man, Stefan was such a great guest. I'm getting such good feedback from that episode. I, I was thinking I, I'm going to message him. and uh, We'd love to have him on again. Yeah, he needs to come on again. And, Please, and you've, got an, you've got a standing ovation, Stefan, anytime you want to come on. It, JB, invitation. JB invitation. A standing I'm not ovation. standing up for anybody. Yeah, I'm, yeah so I'm not. Standing invitation. My words got in my way there because I went to take a drink of beer and I had a thought instead. Yeah. And it was the wrong thought. However, JB, you do not have a standing invite any longer. 
What did JB do? He's just not funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's true. <laughs> we knew that coming in. Actually, he is. I'm just busting his balls. JB, you can be on. And try to be funny, please. Yeah. Show up with some material, damn it. I know it. He, I, even though we don't have a pre-show meeting, I remember Remember the first time JB was on, he's like, what do we talk about? I'm like, anything. Yeah. He's like, um, do we want to talk about what we want to talk about? I'm like, that's planning to make plans. We don't do that here. And as we talk about anything, it turns into nothing. Yes. It, de- it devolves into nothing. It's entropy. Yeah. It's to nothing. Literally, you can get through our whole podcast and not gather any useful information whatsoever. Well, I don't know. Now that we're talking about beef jerky. Well, we... I, how many people even knew? I, I'll bet dollars to donuts yeah. that there were a good number of people that didn't even know what Bill Tong was. It's good. Yeah, that's a good bet. Yeah. You know, some been, of might been, be sitting at this table wearing headphones talking right it's now. It's been on my radar for a little bit now because I'm a, I'm a huge connoisseur of beef jerky. And I've been wondering about it and seeing it, and my mouth has been watering because I watch a lot of YouTube, and they broke in with a lot of it. You know, they listen to what we're talking about. And given that I talk about beef jerky, probably... 20% of the time I ever talk, like all my devices have picked up that I love beef jerky, so they just send me all this this viral marketing. All, all of my ads now that I get on uh, ever since episode two mm-hmm. are about finding new friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. After episode two, a lot of my ads were hand creams. I can and see lotions. That. Yeah. yeah. And those little inflatable things you put over the uh, bathtub spout. Yeah, one for of those kids. bathtub spout things. And then some are like headgear that you can wear while you're in the shower in, yeah. case, you fear, in case you fear falling. Because that's, a, that's an actual phobia. It's fear of falling in the shower. Some non- people have it. Non-slip mats and shower yeah, chairs. Yeah, just all kinds of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think what can only be interpreted as what looked like a sex swing, but it was actually a sling for you to actually take a shower in. And I'm like... Why are they advertising a sex swing? And they're like, yeah. no, it's a sling for you to take a shower safely. And I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Oh, now's the time I have to mention for Juan out there listening about Grover's dildo chair. He'll know what that means. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> it, it, was a snap, uh, it was a Snapchat conversation earlier this week. He, he walked up on a chair, and he, it was apparently Grover's chair, and it had a hole in the bottom right about where, where your butt hole would probably be and i'm like that's weird because it wasn't big enough for you to shit through but it was big enough for something substantial to fit through there that could probably pleasure even somebody who's been pleasured a lot before okay i hope everybody has that visual at home (laughs) you're welcome now you're you're welcome (laughs) sexy phil (laughs) oh no Oh wait make us five bucks (laughs) uh what, what am I supposed to say? Um, I don't know. Scott Daddy or something like that. Scott's my daddy. There you go. That's the one. Five bucks. Right there. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, episode two. We had a conversation about the podcast over the yeah, drink uh, over the weekend at, when we had the fam- family time at my mom's house, which is, you know, my sister and brother-in-law and their kids and my kids and I and my mom and her husband get together. Do that about once every two weeks. We got talking about the podcast, and uh, my mom's like, what episode am I not supposed to listen to? I'm like, episode two, and my younger sister's like, I listened to an episode. She said, um, it's not my cup of tea. My younger sister, great person. She doesn't swear. She doesn't drink. She's a doctor. So you can picture, this is probably not her cup of tea, as she said. Right. 
Yeah. She's more of an intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> Almost did a spit take there. Well, I spit all over the computer last week, hence it's not on the table this <laughs> that week. That was fucking so. great. She's more of an intellectual. <laughs> so you don't think in, in, the, in the annals of history or the annals of history, they're going to have this as a study of the, the, the year 2020, 2021? In the... Uh, in the same way that the movie Idiocracy is. I think that's a great comparison. Great movie, too, by the it way. Is. And it is. And unfortunately, a lot of it's coming to fruition is true. You know, it's a little scary. It is scary how on track some shit is, isn't it? Oh. Who would have thought? <sighs> well, my friend's a dick, and here's why. You got anything for that one this week? Uh, you know, I, I could probably think... That I have a lot of dick friends. I know, we do. We do. And, and in a lot of our friend stories... You and I are dicks, too, so well, it's yeah. okay. It's more of a, my friend's a dick, and here's why, and I'm probably a dick, too. Okay. And it's a why. double dicking? Yeah. All right. There's a lot I of... I watched a movie about that once. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> what, what genre? Uh, it was called Pig on a Spit. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a devil's three-way. Swine, swine porn. <laughs> devil's three-way. <laughs> no sword fighting in a devil's three-way. No. And don't cross the streams. It's not gay if it's three-way. <laughs> My friend is a dick and here's why. Oh, man. I, I, I'm drawing a blank, but I'm sure, that, uh, I'm sure that I could think of plenty. Yeah, and, you know, there's so, mu- so much dickish behavior that has taken place in the past around us that... It's kind yeah. of weird that we're drawing a blank. It, I think that beef jerky was just so good that it's confuzzled my brain. It is. The, the whole pause with the music and getting to listen to uh, some great guitar solos. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, yeah. I think so. I think we'll stick with that. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I mean, we're dicks. Yeah. I, so, I mean, we could just tell a story about anything we did today. <laughs> and it, it would fit. This, we're a dick and here's why. Yeah, okay. well... I mean, you know, take your take your pick. I, I know that I'm the dick. Like, almost killing an old lady with one of my massive farts to just being a dick in general. I mean, punching somebody in the face because I thought they deserved it. Did they? I, in my mind, they did, but apparently well, but, it wasn't the... But did they? <laughs> you knew what you did. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, in my yesteryears, I've told small children that their parents were gone and never coming back. Hmm. You know, I've, uh, and I, I believe I've told that story. So, you, oh, I got a great story for you. Go ahead. My dad is a dick, and here's why. When I was a kid, he would, we were at the farm, and there were old fence, there was an old fence row, and there's a fence post there, and there was an apple sitting perfectly on top of this fence post. And I'm probably six or seven years old, and I go to grab it, and he yells, Stop! And I'm like, I'm literally four inches away from grabbing this thing. He's like, Back up! I'm like, oh, Okay. He's like, that's an exploding apple. And I let it be. And I'm like, wait a second. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I do have a... So that one, my dad was the dick. Jeez. Scaring the shit out of me that. that there's exploding apples. So then I had to fear exploding apples, quicksand, and the Bermuda Triangle. Man, my mind was fucked. Jeez, oh, Pete. But unlike quicksand... Well, no. Just like quicksand, mm. exploding apples never really came into play in your life either, did they? Not really, but I was scared of them for a little bit, for a hot minute there. 
And so, that's almost as bad as my uncle tying my socks together when I was a kid and me crawling around on the floor because I couldn't walk, not realizing I could just take them off. Yeah, that wasn't one of my brighter moments. Yeah, your sister's the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> one's a medical doctor, one's a, one's a professor doctor. So I, I have a, my friend as a dig. It only takes a minute to go through the uh, catalog yeah, to yeah. find out. It's a Rolodex. I could see it flipping up there. I'm like, yeah. Eh. And normally we can talk our way into remembering one, but that time it just it took a sec. I'm sorry, listeners. It's been a long week, and it's only Monday. It has. It has. So, and uh, I no margarita machine yet at work. What the shit? Yeah. I, put I would the call HR I, immediately. Yeah. I'm going to have to get them involved. So, anyways... A friend of mine, when we were in high school, we had study hall together, right? And we had a substitute teacher come in. Tell me more. She was rather large. Ooh. So. Large in a good way or large in a bad way? Not in a good way. Ooh. Um, so my friend takes, he like scoots a second chair up by her. <laughs> oh boy. And she goes, oh, is that for my purse? He goes, you have a purse? <laughs> He immediately got sent to the office. Oh. <laughs> oh, we, we, I, you know, I look back and our main study hall teacher was right. super nice. And we were just, just relentless assholes. assholes. Just assholes. We would do anything we could to look suspicious without ex- actually doing anything Being just suspicious. to get her to yell. Yeah. And then other times we would do things that were very suspicious and she should have kicked us out. So, and, But that's. That's why, that's why when I go to renew my driver's license, I, I pound about six to eight beers before I do it. So I just look that way in my picture. Yeah. If I get pulled over and I've had a few. Yeah. It's a good strategy. Yeah. Really, I, they look at the license like, I guess he does look like this. He huh. really is cross-eyed. Wow, damn. And he smells like that for a reason. <laughs> I got pulled over the other morning on my way to work. <laughs> Did you And really? it was after St. Patrick's Day. Oh, boy. So, I'm sitting there on my way to work. I'm running late, of course, but not terribly late, but late. So I'm... Respectively late. Yes, yes. As late as one should after being Irish and celebrating on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Because, let's face it, I was on a mission. So I crest the hill, and I'm doing, I don't know, probably 70 miles per hour, and it's Uh a 55. Yeah. And I see the car, and I know it's a cop. Yep. And, uh... He, he and I let off the gas and I hunker down a little bit. He turns his lights on as I see him turning off to the side of the road. So I pull over e- immediately because whatever. Why not? I get my driver's license out and I put my hands on the steering wheel as he's of course behind me with the lights rollers going and everything. And uh, then all of a sudden I, I decide to do a breath check and I smell my breath and I think to myself, I might still be intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> Eight o'clock in the morning. So I'm I'm trying not to not to look at him, not to say too much, not to and he comes up to me and you know what he says to me? You know what he says to me? Mr. Nickel. I'm like, oh never good when the cop knows your name already. He says, I clocked you at sixty nine and I'm like, Oh, don't say a joke, don't say a joke, don't say a joke and I didn't. I held it in. Wow. I know. <laughs> but what was his next reaction? Uh he's like uh, where are you headed this morning? I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm just very concentrating on getting to work, and I I wasn't paying attention, paying attention, pe- and I did stutter though. Paying a pe- I wasn't paying attention to my speed. I'm very sorry. He's like, can I? What see happened your- was you see, you see what had happened was <laughs> I'm in a hurry because my boss is kind of a dick. Well, not my new boss, but the, the old boss is still in the fold a little bit, and I'm like, I need to get to work. I need some time, and uh. 
So anyway, he says, I just need to see your license. And uh, he went back, and he was only back there for two minutes. And you know you're not getting a ticket when you're only back there. And it's right. a cop I know. And this is going to come into play right now in the story. He comes up. He hands me my license. And he says, Phil, just slow down. I'm going to give you a warning again. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an opposite of my friend is a dick. So, if he was here, yeah, he I'd could be, talk I'd about buy- how you were a dick. And I'd be buying him a beer because I'm like, thanks, dude. You just But I looked back and I thought about it. And about once a year, he pulls me over on my way to work. It's happened for the last four years about once a year really? for speeding. Never wow. terribly excessive. Usually in the high 60s. Uh, one time was 70, I think. And he, he'd remembered that he'd warned me, I, Miss Phil, I'm going to give you a warning again. Slow it down. <laughs> Oh, that's, and I, that's I say what good. anybody should say at that point. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now we could have him on next week, and he'd be like, I have a friend as a dick, and here's why. Once a year. <laughs> Once a year. Almost like clockwork. I pull him over for speeding, and I have to give him a warning. Well, I have a reminder on my phone to go pull him over so yeah, that I don't right. miss a year. I always check him for warrants, and he doesn't have any, thankfully. <laughs> but, or regretfully. Or regretfully, yeah. Love to cuff them and stuff them. What I would do to get Phil in some handcuffs. <laughs> Said nobody ever. No, no. That is a total uh, <sighs> first time that's ever been said. Yeah, wow. Huh. I've been in handcuffs a lot, but not by my choice. And not out of pleasure either. Yeah, I've, twice yeah. I've been in handcuffs. It happens. Yeah, but I, never arrested. Oh, <laughs> I plead the fifth on this one. The time I was arrested, as I mentioned. Fifth and not a traveler. Well, probably a traveler. Yeah, probably. I, I The only time I've actually been arrested, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, yeah. My the arresting officer had me drive my own car to the uh, police station. That's a great story. Yeah. And I, I need to bring the police report from the time of the felony arrest just after my graduation from college, which... That made my mother proud when she had four different people call her and said, there's scanners going crazy, and none of your son's name was mentioned. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because people here in the country don't have much better to do than listen to the nope. police scanners. No. Nope. And they do. When I used to get pulled over in high school, it would get home before I did. Yeah. Mom would meet me at the door. Anything you want to tell me? And I would say, um, yep, might as well come clean. I got pulled over. Sorry that I threw a bag of trash and there was a cop car right behind me. <laughs> I just threw a bag of trash to bomb my buddy that we were racing down North Sandusky Road. And See, I'm just really lucky that I, I never got... Let, I can tell these stories now right? because the statute of limitations... Of course, of course. ...run out. And, you know, we never murdered anybody that we know of. That we know of. That's, that's usually what I say, too. Yeah. And actually, my mother would say this, too. You were not making good choices, were you? Hence... Hence, hence my tagline, how I end every broadcast that I do. Yeah. Because that's what she would say to me as I left, walking out the door in high school, make good choices. And you failed. I failed a lot of times. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we, we did some things we totally should have been arrested. Oh, for. man. I say this and I say this over and over again. If we grew up, if we were teenagers now and we did the same shit we did then, oh, we would be oh, fucked because yeah. everybody carries a recording device with them now, and they record everything. Oh, I probably would have. That was the like, last. Is, well, that was the last thing we wanted back in the day. There are some VHS tapes around. Uh, there's some pretty good VHS tapes around, and I know who has them. And I can tell you, that we did a feature-length film called "Every Which Way But in a Corvair" once. That's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. 
Ours was uh, Life After Midnight. Yeah, I was part of that. I've been yeah, part you, of that before. I know you've been part of some of those videos, and they were... They were stellar. Yeah. They were the, the production value. Production values were fantastic and oddly way more creative than we actually were. A, a lot of pyrotechnics. Yes, a lot of pyrotechnics, a lot of brushes with the law, and a lot of breaking things that really we had no reason to break them. We just decided that that needed to be broken. Yeah. 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 And for no good reason. No. There, there's no rhyme nor reason. I mean, we could have been doing things productive, like maybe making paper mache body cast of ourselves and scaring people with them, but instead we were breaking shit. Yeah. Well, ah. we did have an 11-foot man with a gigantic Albert Einstein mask. That was good. That, that was good. That we used to frequent. I remember that. In the, yeah. the giant man walking around town. Yep. Just randomly, like at 3 o'clock in the morning. It was we, best when the bars got out. Oh, yeah. We, we'd go out with that when the bars got out or, or go to a party. Yeah. That was pretty classic. So that, See, that's a that's a victimless crime right there, yeah. I feel yeah, like. Oh, it was good. We went up to the roller rink one time as it was getting out and stood in the back. We had a plant. <laughs> we had a friend that like went and leaned against his car oh! like he's waiting for somebody. He's like, oh, my God, look at that thing. He's crazy. <laughs> and we're just standing there, and like all these people start staring at us. He hops in his car and rips out of there. He's like super fast. I'm not hanging out for this. God nope, damn. No, nope, nope. he was uh he was pretty convincing, we'll say. I remember the uh I remember the legend of that and I did get to see it in action a couple times. It, it, the the tall man had been out numerous times before I saw in action, but it yes. was magical. It was yeah. magical. It was brilliant. And and we practiced. I mean, yeah, of course. It, this just wasn't something we it went out and did willy It was a co- coordinated effort. Yeah, we had to work at that to make it believable, and people, oddly enough, <laughs> really believed it. They did. People will believe all kinds of <laughs> shit. They believe this is a good podcast. What I, what I couldn't get over is one time in the snow, somebody looking at the footprints and going, and they're my footprints. You you know, s- I'm wearing my shoes. You have size 13 feet, yeah, which aren't big. tiny by any no, means. But not enough to go... Oh my God! Not like Shaq size twenty twos or something. Yeah, look at the size of those footprints. They're huge, and everybody that's there is like, "Yeah, those are gigantic." And I, I'm sitting off in the weeds, going, "Are you serious? <laughs> are you people daft? You got to be fucking with me." So you know, yeah. But, you know, we have been told by a guest that that should be one of the selling points of our podcast is we have big feet. Yeah, because what are, you're a you're a 14? fourteen, yeah, yeah, size fourteen feet. So you're you're not buying off the standard rack. Either. No, no. Basically, I walk into the shoe store, and you know what I have to say? What do you have in a size fourteen? Just bring them to me, and I have to choose between anywhere between two to seven pairs of shoes. Yeah, you've got like the Nike Monarchs. Yeah, that you can choose the yeah. uh, the four triple E or four four E wide. Right, and besides uh, besides the internet benefits of our podcast. Thankfully, I can order a lot of shoes online now, which we yeah. didn't have back in the day. No. I mean, we had East Bay, which they carried some bigger sizes. They did. But then you had to wait, and it could be two weeks, it could be six weeks, and you well, get and your shoes. Well, heaven forbid you actually use a like, mail-in form with a oh, check. Oh, I know. Jesus you weren't, getting those, you weren't getting those until they were out of style. You were getting your Columbia House records before you were getting fucking your shoes. Yeah. You were, you were getting the bills for your Columbia House records <laughs> that you weren't going to pay. It's time to pay the piper. Yeah. So, yeah, that... Uh, you want to listen to Skid Row and Queensryche? It's time to pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on cassette. On cassette tape. This one came with a bonus track. Do you think when they designed the cassette tape, they made it so they knew a number two pencil would fit perfectly into that uh, gear set to, to wind it? Was that by accident or was that by, by design? I Maybe the prototype, that's all they had. Yeah. They're like, how the fuck do we wind this thing up? Or unwind it? Or vice versa? Oh, and they you, say, how about a number a, two pencil? Or a big pen. Yeah. plain blue big pens. Oh, those are, 
Those are the worst, but yet the best pens ever. Those fucking clear plastic Bic pens. With the blue cap. When one freaking explodes in your pocket, though, it's almost like it's almost like you blew a Smurf. And you said it right. One. Not yeah. when they do. Not <laughs> when. If. They <laughs> yeah, will when. explode your pocket. It's, and it's a time bomb. Heaven forbid you ever put one through the washer or the dryer because you're going to have a blue ring around the whole <laughs> yeah, thing I've forever. Or two. So... Oh, and then it's just there. Yeah, it's not going away. This is me now. Yes. <laughs> Your washing machine's like, ah, oh, fuck. You, you turn on the dryer, the Smurf theme song plays. <laughs> la, 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 la. Nobody needed that. They could all hear it. <laughs> There's not one person that didn't start singing that when I said it. How is there only one female Smurf in the whole thing, though? That's yeah, why is there just Papa Smurf? Yeah, Papa Smurf and Smurfette. Single, single dad just Papa Smurf. of 99 Smurfs. It's weird. Yeah. The 80, a lot of 80s cartoons were fucking weird. Oh, man. hell yeah. Those people were. were tripping on some shit. Yeah. Man. You had the Smurfs, the Snorks. The Snorks. And Fraggle oh. Rock. Yeah, Fraggle Rock. Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. This is what we were brought up on, though. But, like... The snorks were literally just the Smurfs underwater. <laughs> They're like, could you imagine that pitch meeting? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I got drunk last night. I forgot to prepare. I forgot to prepare. I forgot to prepare. How about if we put the Smurfs underwater? We put a thing on their head. And a little snorkel. We put a uh, uncircumcised penis on their head. Yeah, of course. Everyone loves a good uncircumcised penis. Yeah, who's not going to love that? Just imagine what we, with the spinoffs we can have. on. Uh, Every anti-Semite will love it. Yes. Again, I almost uh, spit out my drink on that one. <laughs> oh, oh, the snorks. Oh, my goodness. I had forgotten all about that. Not to mention Scooby-Doo. Oh, jeez, old Pete. Oh, if it weren't for those meddling kids. Do you know how bad the mystery machine had to smell? Oh, God, it had when to you smell. Got, you got. It had to smell like sex, cannabis, and farts. And you got wet dog. Right, and wet dog. Oh, sex, cannabis, farts, and wet dog. Yeah. Because you know Fred was just fucking pounding oh. some ass. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you think he was going after Daphne? Both. Yeah. It was the, it was a lot of double teaming action going on. While 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 Scooby and Shaggy were stoned out of their gourds. Oh, they Fred, were just Fred was about. just mashing ass in the back of the mystery yeah. machine. Oh yeah, he was nailing it constantly. All the time. Yeah. I mean. We, you only get to see half of the plot device, I feel like. The rest yeah. of it would really... Why you know... So, so all right. They cue to... All right, the mystery's starting. Shaggy and Scooby get high. Fred gets... Just fucking decimates both those vaginas. Yeah. And probably buttholes, too. Well... And then... Then we cue to... We're back to the mystery where everybody's trying to be prim and proper from the unstoned side... To the boys yeah. that are stoned looking for something to eat. And Fred's ascot is like yeah. all awry. It's asunder, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, yeah, it just, uh, you know that there was a reason he sent Shaggy and Scooby off oh, on sure. their own all the time. Because he's like, hey, here's kind of a, uh, these chicks are thrill seekers. Here's kind of a scary looking uh, room. Yeah. Hey, uh, Fred, uh, er, Shaggy, Scoobs, why don't you go look over there and figure it out? Why don't you go investigate? Make sure you keep whatever monster we're chasing away from us while I just. And inadvertently, have my way. Fred, you know, Shaggy and Scooby would run into the monster while Fred's once again pounding some ass. Yeah. 
Good. I, I think the monster was more afraid of the moans that he was hearing from uh, whatever That's room why. They that's were why in. he was wherever Scooby and Shaggy exactly. were. Exactly. Because he was trying to get away, too. Yeah. And those guys were so stoned, stoned and ripped out of their gourd that they were they had no clue where the fuck they were. Really, it was just an old man walking around that they saw as like a pirate. That's or... right. Actually, they never wore any costumes or masks. It was just right. what they saw in their mind from exactly. both a, a trip of Scooby Snacks, LSD, and a lot of weed. I kind of think Scooby Snacks were LSD. It was. It was LSD. Yeah. And so so those guys, there was never any monsters, and Fred was just getting all kinds of ass, and he knew that that would be a good distraction to get those two away. Why was he bringing the Harlem Globetrotters in all the time? <laughs> you know, maybe a little bukkake. Maybe just a giant train fest. Yeah, just running a train on them. Yeah. Daphne and Velma just getting a train run on them by the Harlem Globetrotters. Man, I think of Metal Arc Lemon in a totally different light now. He was the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have just we have just totally shat on the rich tradition of the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> if you are a Harlem Globetrotter, nobody knows who you are, so you can come on the show. <laughs> and and, and uh, tell your side of the story. Yeah, introduce yourself. We want to know if you're getting any of that animated ass. I just want to know where Sandy Duncan came into the realm of things, too. Like, was it because she was missing an eye? It gave him something else to aim for? And Don Knotts. Don Knotts was always on there, too. But, I mean, he was on Three's Company, too. So He was on Three's Company. So maybe he was into the threesomes and stuff like that. You know, if I could go nail some animated tail like that, I'd have been on that show, too. (laughs) Yeah. I, I like how they, they really allude to a lot of things once they did the live-action Scooby-Doo movies, too, which are both terrible yet very oddly good. Yeah. Oh, speaking of good, th- this will probably wrap up our uh, what? our time here. We're we already just in got an hour. Ro- we just got rolling. We're already in an hour. You got me talking about Scooby-Doo and Fred pounding all kinds of ass. and. Well, you know he was. Speaking of, uh, speaking of odd movies. Odd there's, movies. There's all right, one go, called go on. The, Tell me more. There's one called The Room. That my uh, my family made me watch. It is ninety minutes of time you'll never get back. It's not a Nicolas Cage film, is it? It is not. It's a Tommy Wiseau film. Ooh, tell um, me more. If you know who Tommy Wiseau is, I I apologize for the life choices you have made. Um, <laughs> we do that a lot on this show. Yeah, but the, if you if you're on this and you're going, oh yeah, I'm a Tommy Wiseau fan, um, just stop. Yeah. Just give Actually, it up. Actually, send us an email at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com or PNA Podcast Express. That's Painful Nut Allergy Podcast Express at gmail.com. Thank you. Yeah. So this movie is all about how, like, a, a girl cheats on her fiancé with his best friend, and in the end he shoots himself, and they feel bad about it for, like, a few minutes before they start Start to copulate? Well, just talk about getting out of the area together and, okay. and this and that. It is just one of the weirdest movies ever. Yeah, what's the production values like on this? Did they put a oh, lot of money into it, or is it well, just terrible? The, the main character couldn't remember his lines, and he wrote the movie, this Tommy Wiseau guy. He wrote the movie, and he, he couldn't remember his he lines? He wrote the movie, couldn't remember his lines, so every line of his is dubbed in. Oh, my God. And it's horrible. There's this one restaurant Do you think it's bad that I fuck up our tagline and our name oh, of our podcast? Oh, dear God. Well, all of your stuff is dubbed, too. I, yeah. I don't want to pull back the hurt too much. But. Here's 100%. I'm at not actually here. I don't exist. And no. just dubs everything in. Actually, Phil's thoughts are just what I think in between what I say. I'm his Tyler Durden. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
No, but there's a scene in this movie where he sits down, and it, the scene means nothing, right? No, like, it's it a has, throwaway scene. It has no it doesn't, continuity. It doesn't advance the plot at all. So he sits down with his friend at a restaurant, and his friend asks him a question. I couldn't even tell you what it was, but I can tell you what his line is because his lips don't match. <laughs> what, and, what the fuck he said? And, and he says, oh, I can't tell you that. It's confidential. So how's your sex life? Because that seems like a normal conversation. Oh, piece. totally normal conversation. Like, oh, I don't know, Adam. How, uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't know what this podcast is going to be about, but how's your sex life? There's another part because they, they all spend time on this roof, right, of his apartment. There's this time like he walks out the door on the roof, on the rooftop, and he walks out, and he's like, I didn't hit her. I did not. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Does he talk like that? Yeah. He drops his R's too? And oh, everything? yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's, uh, you have to look up so some clips of it. So, watch The Room, then. Just watch it. We watched the one, inadvertently, we watched the one that missed the six to seven minute sex scenes in it. Oh. And, but it would have just, I, I'm sure those were horrible, too. <laughs> I'm sure they were. You know, there was nothing good. I'm sure they were dubbed. You'd probably rather watch uh, Fred and the girls get it on than this. I'd rather watch the insinuation that they get it on. Now I, I kind of have to believe somebody's put together this on Pornhub of Fred with the threesome oh, I'm with sure. those two. I'm sure. You know, now, um, I got another thing to clog my browser. Oh, who, who's the guy that uh, who's the guy that played the Green Goblin in, in the uh, Willem Dafoe? No, his kid. Um, he's right on the tip of my tongue. Um, Anyways, he made a movie about it called The uh, Disaster Artist. Ooh. About the room. And, like, he. Tell me more. So it's a movie about a movie. Yeah. He copied everything. And he played the main character. He copied everything. He remembered his lines? Yeah. They didn't have to dub him. Um, But they they copied everything, like, even to, like, plant placement in the movie. So So. they, they, they studied it. Yes. And fine tooth co- fine tooth combed everything. Yeah, and tuned and it in. And tune in Tokyo. Made remade just as bad of a movie from a movie that was terrible. And that's fantastic. Yeah, that's entertaining. So that's flattery though. If anybody wanted to recreate our podcast and do it exactly the same but better and or worse, I would feel great about that. I'd like to see a transcribed version of our uh Ooh, it's funny podcast. funny you mention that because we have a listener who's Maybe working on that. Really? Yeah. Because I would love to see. But it trying different. to get a translated something that listens like a Babblefish or Google fuck up or whatever it is that listens and puts it on paper. Yeah. And so like, she was worried it wasn't catching it, and I said, "No, just let it ride." The, the, yeah. The worse it is, the better it is. The, exactly. We but, don't. We don't want our words to be misconstrued, misconstrued, or listened to for Christ's sake. Each episode is like an audio book, and I'd like it to. Turn, be turned into the opposite. Yeah, I think a, so a too. Print, a printed, a printed podcast. Instead of an, most most things that happen, there becomes an oral history. We already have that. We're looking for a written debacle. Yes, I prefer it to be chiseled into stones. Of course, stone oh, oh, carve it into stone tablets, or or possibly drawn into a cave. Either in a cave or or hire skywriters to write it across the sky. It's temporary. I'm <clears throat> you want permanent, don't you? I want something that thousands of years that withstands from now, the test of time. Somebody's going to go, what wow, the fuck? Neanderthals were better off than these people. Yeah. 
These people are savages. They're going to watch Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, they're going to watch The Room. They're going to check out who the Harlem Globetrotters are. And, and they're, they're going to listen. They're going to read our podcast and go, And they're going to love Nicolas Cage. Hell? They're yeah. going to love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Idiocracy. And comes, they're, they're absolutely going to love Charlie Sheen and also, um, what's that other short guy that was in Days of Thunder? Oh, yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Why couldn't I remember Tom Cruise's name? That's fucking weird. I don't know. And I'll tell you what. If I, if I, if I said the guy that made The Disaster Artist, you, you'd immediately recognize it. He was, he's in all the movies with Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's a big buddy of his. Fat or thin. Michael Sarah. No. Um, but he's also in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Played William Defoe's son. Defoe. Willem. 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 Defoe. Willem. Defoe. Yeah, it, it, you know. God when, damn it! When, when you come up with this, please I email I'm a, us. I'm not a cinephile. I really don't watch movies. Well, obviously, I'm not either. Yeah. Or, or I'm a you terrible. You watch terrible one. movies. Yeah. Like whoever chooses your movies and has terrible taste in movies. I am forced to watch terrible movies. Ugh. I'll be honest. I'm forced to watch them. Hmm. I watched a good one the other night. Don't remember the name of it, but I watched a good one the other night. What was it? Uh, good job. Way to bring content to the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie out there called, uh, it's, I think it's Chef, just Chef. It's on one of the streaming, and it has, um, oh, god damn it, now I can't think of his name. But anyway, it's a pretty good movie. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh. A plus. Almost better than beef jerky. I think on that note, <sighs> we need to, we need to. What is the name of that movie? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, oh. I know now. I know now. And this is actually great. I will. I do have something for this. So it's a. It's called a stupid and futile gesture, and it's about Doug Kelly, who founded National Lampoon. He was a co-founder of National Lampoon. Okay. Unfortunately, he took his own life back in 1980. But he was instrumental in starting Saturday Night Live. Him and Chevy Chase were good friends. Fucking phenomenal. However, it made me very sad because I'm into these movies where these people strive and push to make it in things like show business movies and in comedy, and then they die. Yeah. Because I think I relate a lot to it. Because that's probably what's going to happen to me. Like, all of a sudden, this show will take off. Well, and uh, I'll meet my untimely demise shortly after. I'm going to put you at ease. You will never be successful. Thank you. So, you, you know, have that's nothing the, to that's worry about. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever told, uh, yeah. told me, really. Today, even today, any day. Yeah. I will never. You sound like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Un- my unfortunately, dad, my dad unfortunately for me, you're dragging me down. So, <sighs> If you lie with the dogs, you get fleas, man. I told yeah. you that when we started this shit. Like, you want some of this whatever? No. No, man. Well, Just run. See, I, I keep my friend circle yeah. because, you know, we have raccoons. <laughs> so I try and keep my friend circle to where the raccoons aren't the worst thing in my life. I'm glad I could be worse than a raccoon. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, Thank this, you. This oddly makes me feel better. I'm not going to lie. Well, you're not a night thief. And there's no expectations. You see, I thrive best when expectations are low. Because I always, I've said this growing up, like, lower expectations lead to more easily obtainable goals. Think about that. We're, we're at an hour eight. Okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let, let's, let's let the good people get back to uh, their lives. Oh, I might not have our... Uh, oh, go watch Scooby-Doo reruns? You? Yeah, we're going to have to go out without our... Uh, and what's this one do? You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Make good choices.